0: and welcome to this week's episode of the Legal Leverage podcast. Today we have Lucy Sheridan who I'm very excited to have on with us today. Lucy Sheridan is the world's first and only comparison coach. She helps people all over the world go from compare and despair to comparison free in their life and business through her unique specialist coaching experiences and events. Lucy has taken the world of coaching by storm, providing one-to-one coaching services, group coaching programs and memberships to help people grow and excel in their businesses and in their personal lives. Lucy has appeared in Grazia magazine and on the Claudia Winkleman show on BBC Radio 2 and in my personal opinion is loved by everyone who meets her. Um, And while we're getting personal, I count Lucy as a genuine friend and an amazing ally. She's very kind, warm-hearted and an absolute badass at business.
1: Lucy, (laughs) welcome. Thank you so much. who do I need to pay for that amazing introduction? (laughs) (laughs) Just pay me in cuddles, that's fine. (laughs) How are you today? Yes, not bad at all, thanks. We're really looking forward to this, Babs.
0: Oh, I'm so, so excited to have you on. I'm like your number one fan. (laughs) So Lizzie, I thought it'd be great if we could have a chat through a little bit about your business and how you've grown and developed, because I think that might be quite helpful
1: to our audience, if that's okay with you. Yeah, absolutely. And so I've been going for about eight years now. Perfect. Uh, When I first started, I, I didn't go full time in what I'm doing now, probably for about two and a half, three years or so. So that's a really important part of kind of like what I say really important part. I really like to share that with people that are in business because I think there's a lot of pressure and focus on things happening overnight. Um, Or if you're not just doing your business, then you're not committed. There's a lot of platitudes around that kind of thing where actually I think, you know, the fact I've had to do like different jobs to actually make sure that my business could survive. I think it can almost make you more or shows you're more committed And it's totally normal for we as business owners to have to bridge to the milestones, which are the most important. And sometimes as a business owner, one of your most important milestones is getting to do it full time. And we lose sight of what it took to really get there. Before I worked myself, I worked in the advertising industry, so I was in planning and strategy so was very much from the corporate world I would never have considered myself an entrepreneur at all um so again I kind of do reinforce that with people in that not all of us are born business owners sometimes it's a case of needs must and we don't feel like we're in choice sometimes it is a big you know courageous bold choice you make but just because you weren't like you know selling Mars bars at the age of 14 at the end of the road doesn't mean you know you haven't got like a great business future ahead of you just because you might feel like you don't have much experience there's so much to be said for learning on the go setting your own goals that matter most to you and going from there so i've been going about 8 years or so the business has built was has been primarily built on one to one work so me seeing private clients and um, through my programs at the same time, I've been audience building for about five years as well. So, what that means is growing social media platforms with a bias to Instagram. Um, so, always having a, some sort of focus on that. And mm-hmm. then, about two to about three years ago, I started to properly think about scaling. Yeah. And then about two years ago, I properly start to put in the plan scale um, and what that means, like just to keep it jargon free, what that meant was to go and um, to put some really solid focus around recruiting for more group programs online. So I could work with more people no matter where they were, because my business before then was so one to one, though, that was a process of like turning a tanker around. <laughs> it did not happen overnight because I didn't have the time I'd be seeing. Australian clients at 7.30 in the morning, I've been seeing American clients at 8pm at night, and then clients in the middle as well. And then trying to remember to brush my teeth and pay my phone bill, (laughs) etc. For a long time, I didn't have support in the business. And so I say that as well, because as much as I, you know, try and be prolific now and specialist and really deliver excellence it took me a fair bit of time to oh, excuse me like get my ass in gear basically i saw a lot of my mates take off like air bunnies like speech masks, take off or go into the online space before i did but we have to sort of trust the timing our own our own timelines really
0: i think what is one of the things that makes you so amazing is that you're so authentic um in everything that you do and everything that you see and yeah i think making it clear to people that you don't just wake up Never As some Dell boy from five years old and all of a sudden you've got this amazing visit. My fiance is one of those Dell boys at five years old <laughs> who everyone's like, oh, he's going to end up being amazing in business. But I never was. and that, But that doesn't
1: yeah. mean that, that you can't be. It's just a different path. Yeah. And that's exactly, it's a different path. And it's within all of us. It just starts off with a tiny little match. Like, and yeah. it's our job to make sure we stoke that to be a really big like pizza oven fire. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so
1: why... Comparison
0: coach, how how did you land on that?
1: Well, comparison was something that I have always struggled with um, in my life. Whether that was comparing to someone else, comparing to my past self, comparing to an idealized version of myself, and I'd noticed it. and I thought everyone kind of experienced it to a point, but through the study and like my, you know, well, yeah, the study of the work, I realized that I did have it way more acutely than a lot of the people. <laughs> um where I so I realized that was something I really needed to work on and was actually kind of the Trojan horse for me um to work on myself and help help me with my own anxiety it used to cause me a lot of anxiety how I arrived at it in terms of business specialism is I realized this is I say like eight years ago it kind of may as well be a thousand years ago when it comes to kind of business because so many things have it's moved so quickly and everything's just more accessible now and it's um, in so many different ways but in terms of being able like with audiences being ready to hear from us when I was getting going about like eight years ago um there wasn't much really like social media was sort of getting there but there weren't Facebook ads or anything like that yeah so I couldn't go on any other the data apart from like what I was sort of gleaning and I noticed that when I did like you know maybe a post or a blog post or something about work-life balance people were kind of interested when I mentioned comparison um there'd be like a, just a little spike everyone had an opinion or could get it in some way and I realized as well through the work I've done both through like professional qualifications but also just personal awareness basically <laughs> um I realized that I'm, I had a lot to say on it and had a lot that I could do to help people with it so yeah it all started where I thought, right, I'm gonna turn this on for six months. I'm gonna call myself the comparison coach. And I think that happened like on a Thursday evening. And then by Monday morning, I'd rewritten my website, changed all my like, you know, email signatures, Instagram, like, you know, not sorry, Instagram, but social media, bios, LinkedIn, etc. And I just changed everything to be very focused on the comparison message. I thought, I'll give this six months and I'll just throw myself at it. And I'll contact the press, which I had to do myself, couldn't afford a PR. So I kind of used, I don't ever use Twitter anymore, but <clears throat> I used Twitter journal request there and tried to get my name in the press, which started to work and get traction. Slowly, slowly, clients started to come into my inbox there. And I kind of got the indicators that I was onto something. So I got, en- I got enough indicators to think, right, I'm going to stick at this because the idea wouldn't go away. It's what I really wanted to specialize in. I realised I was going to have to be the one to take charge of the message and actually turn it on, basically. I thought, I'll give myself six months, and if it's not sticking, I'll do something else, but at least I'll know. But I did give it six months. I did get the traction, the starting traction, because it was a bit of a slow burn. Um, I did get the results that I wanted as my indicators. And from there, I say the rest is history. The rest is a lot of hard work. (laughs) But in terms of arriving at that, I I I got enough clarity to know I was onto something good. And the rest was having a lot of courage to follow through in different ways. It's amazing.
0: It's amazing. Because like, I don't know, there'll be no, there's no other comparison coach out there. Well,
1: not that I think there is. No, I don't think there is. The best not be because I've TM'd it, but no. (laughs) Yeah, we've tm'd, it. Um, we've tm'd <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no, I don't think I don't think there is, but that's not to say that um, there won't be more in the future. Like you know, one of the things that's great about working with you, Babs is that like you know the vision of my business and where I want to take things. So I'd love to do more in schools and like teach teachers the techniques that can work Amazing. for like you know five to fifteen year olds, um, and yeah. that's going to need me to be able to franchise out and take the brand further afield so lots of people talk about comparison I didn't make it up and I don't own this topic what I do have is kind of like an identity closely related to it which in business is really is a really valuable asset in itself you've made it sparkle oh bless you (laughs) (laughs) so
0: obviously we've heard a bit about your journey and how you got here what were some of the kind of biggest wins over the past few years in terms of your business growth and if you want to share and you don't have to
1: what were some of the the low points um so in terms of wins well there were a few Um, early on I remember being able when I paid my first like rent check wholly from my coaching work i remember feeling like and then when like (laughs) you know I went on my first mini break funded by it I remember those things being really really significant because they are and I think the pressure especially in the online world is it's like used to be Five figure months, then it's six figure this, and now it's gone on to nine figure businesses like there's always going to be a new number to be chasing in the online world, especially in well being. We must stay really close to what the specific milestones are for us, so I would say those kind of private milestones were important then, for example, like getting picked up in the press, like being named like a well being- a new well being specialist by the time Sunday Times was really cool. And from there, you know, that's led to a lot of other opportunities. I suppose when it comes to other um, wins that are kind of me more from a commercial point of view, it's being able to reach more people and have more fun and make a bigger impact and, you know, really hold myself to excellence. And also, let's be plain speaking, because we're all a business audience here, enjoying the financial return to come with that. Yeah. So um, with the with one of my programs last year we set a dare to dream target of a quarter of a million and we exceeded that um, which was absolutely amazing and like (laughs) I cried my eyes out I just was an absolute puddle Um, but that was kind of like it that was sort of a year in the making really in terms of proposition being there the launch being there not just an announcement launching it properly um and believing in it and people seeing that I believed in it and also like knowing the structure was there to really back it up as well it yeah. felt like I'd really made it to a new level of business that I could yeah. hold it I could I could be brave enough to dare to dare to dream brave enough to make the guarantees brave enough to Welcome hundreds of people into a space, you know, every Tuesday night for twelve weeks, that kind of thing, apart from Christmas. Um, you know, there was there was a lot that 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 did as a milestone for me in terms of showing me what was possible, mm-hmm. and also, you know, I call people that are inspiring like Pips, proof it's possible. I really felt like it was an initiation into like the next level of my business there. So the danger now is to always be looking to exceed, exceed, exceed. Yeah. So now I have to keep a real like close, close um hold on my ego, basically, because you then want to be following what your pips are doing next, or you want to be saying, yes. Oh, I've done that as well, or you know, we did that too. Or so um that is like an ever ever going, like you know, continuous sort of challenge. But I think if you're ambitious, and there's nothing wrong with being ambitious, that's not a dirty word, you um you have to be open to everything it wants to teach you because it's not necessarily going to happen overnight. And I do think that the things that we learn in business are kind of rude. Like the things I've learned about myself have been like just really rudely delivered, confronting. <laughs> <laughs> I've learned things about myself. I never wanted to know, never intended to know, but here we are. That's just part of it. But it's, that's all part, it sounds cheesy, but that's all part of the journey. Um, the initiation so true. into it about being yeah. stretched and looking at the parts of yourself that you don't like and realizing when you make mistakes and correcting and apologizing and, and making sure that you are, known for being one of the good ones because I think yeah. in the coaching industry as well it's so wild and unregulated and um, if you're not seen and stand out as someone that is ethical and credible and will deliver what they say then you're not one of the good ones and I think that's really yeah. important to be able to take responsibility for that in terms of the not so great times I mean I would say every three years or so I have what I call a business breakdown which is when I just <laughs> completely lose it and you know Hug, hug a radiator crying like oh I can't do it I don't God. want to and who am I, I and I think oh. I do that I do that daily Lucy oh, thank God. <laughs> it's uh, thankfully like I th- those occurrences have spread out a lot for me now and I think partly about that is as well how I started planning the business is different so I know what my business is doing a year ahead yeah. And I like run the business in what I called elegant quarters. So one quarter, there'll be one big launch a quarter, mm-hmm. which will be resourced accordingly. Then we have to deliver what we I I have to deliver what I sold. So no point selling something else and getting excited about that. And then people are still waiting for what, yeah. what you should they've actually paid for. Yeah. Um, but that helps keep me really grounded as well. Like I always, even though I'm absolutely absolutely connected with what I'm doing today and in the moment, I always know what's coming next too. And that helps a lot in terms of planning. It helps a lot in terms of like, well, literal financial growth, but also me planning like my day to day and what I'm going to need to do and how I need to make sure I'm being the best I can be. But that said, yeah, once every few years or so, I will have like a full on breakdown. Like my most recent one was July this year. So we're recording this conversation live at the beginning of September, but July, I completely lost it and just like was really weepy. I just, I couldn't go on social media you know would attend to essential whatsapp messages deliver for my courses deliver for my clients and deliver for my guests which is what I call customers guests um and then nothing else yeah and just nothing else so that I could just hold and keep charge of what was going on but that come that would, those things happen for all sorts of reasons I think part of it can be a reaction to um being burnt out because when you work for yourself your signs of burnout are different because yeah. it's not like I'm burnt out because I'm so scared of my boss because like when you're self-employed your boss is an absolute babe because it's you <laughs> um or you know I'm not motivated by fear anymore so I'll just keep digging deep digging deep digging deep um yeah oh, well, not I mean obviously we all have fears but that's for another I'll say that from a therapist don't worry um but there's, there's lots that that was kind of cumulative it was pandemic it was exhaustion it was disappointment in some things but also I think I've just come through a big three-year cycle where I am stepping over the threshold into another big big phase of my business which will see me get to the million yeah so that's the kind of key one of like my goals is to um to to reach that milestone entirely for my own reasons I'm not saying anyone else needs to have financial goals at all I've assessed it It's, it's something I'm working towards but what I'm really clear on now, having like pals that have done it a few times is that it's not a case of like some of the bigger ma- milestones, financial or otherwise. It's not a case of just doing more of what you did before to get more. It's absolutely a completely yeah. different mindset. And so I've had like a big ego death, <laughs> kind of like in July. But part of that as well was, I think, a big purging of everything that I was not, I'm not supposed to take into this next phase and just to surrender it and take the lessons and kind of move on i would say in terms of other kind of like low points um like i say like you know so i've had two pretty significant like shiver my timbers omg (laughs) kind of like bray like i say seriously emotionally unstable times um i can't say there have been any like um other standard I've had like difficult days and tiring weeks and months yeah. or thing. Yeah. There've been things like, you know, I've had to ha- resign a handful of clients. Mm-hmm. Um, but once that decision was made, it was a case of communicating it kindly and respectfully and just mm-hmm. communicating it and kind of, and, and completing, which if anyone yeah. in business, this is a great term rather than be like end or finish use the word complete. It's yeah. really positively yeah. framed. It's very, very clear. And you don't have to over-explain anything. So yeah. yeah, off the back of the last few sessions, I do feel like perhaps we're not the best match. I think this is the best resource for you now. I am proposing that we complete, and as part of that completion, I will do X, Y, and Z. I also mm-hmm. would recommend that this is your next port of call for help. Thank you so much. No other invoices, nothing to pay. You know, be safely be well, goodbye. Yeah, That, you know, can take a bit of courage, but once you've made the decision and you know it's right, you can concentrate on communicating it properly as opposed to dealing with the energy. And then there was a bit of an... I had a bit of an unpleasant experience last year where I realised now I was stalked by an um, ex-customer. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so, you know, didn't... um, This is before I knew you, Babs, um, but I had to get a lawyer involved (sighs) there. And that, you know, did make me quite... Nervous, but it's been, you know, I think it's also important to say I've been kind of online, you know, air getting again for a good eight <laughs> years and a lot, a lot, online a lot for about four or five years. And I've only had one serious boundary issue, like as in like negative online experience, and it was this person. Um, That's amazing, actually, in eight years. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I think because of what council culture is this day, excuse me, these days and the horror stories you read about other people experiencing on tattle life, etc., those awful websites and just and the things we see kind of blowing up in our corners of the internet. It can make us quite fearful, like it's a dangerous place. Mm-hmm. Well, you do need to have you, it's about you. And there are people that do have ulterior motives, but I have never really been like, I've had people call me out and criticize me and it's often with good reason. And when it has been, you know, as in like, especially around things that are important about like inclusivity. Um, so I've been able to be like, whoa, well, I'm glad I caught that. Mm-hmm. You know, that yeah. that was definitely delivered in a very direct way. Ouch. Yeah. But there it is. Um, but I've learned
0: it. Yep. Yeah, but I've learned <laughs> it.
1: But um, I can't say, you know, and hopefully this isn't tempting fate, but I hope that if you are in business, you are worried about that side things. Like I've only ever had a good experience, really. Um, it's I think that's important because a big part of making it these days I suppose whatever making it means for us as individuals is being visible and yeah. having connections on social media so I think it's important we don't kind of <laughs> spend too long on the negatives because it is actually really amazing they're really amazing channels for us I think yeah. I can't think of anything else that's like worthy of comment or like specific yeah would be any you know particular like dark times just I say the usual of just being knackered and not getting <laughs> time off and not having the time to enjoy the gifts that we're kind of working for or you know, working ourselves harder than any boss might do. Um It's so
0: funny, isn't it? I mean yeah.
1: it, it, what's that phrase?
0: It's something like, you know, you work in an employed role or you work 35 hours for someone else. Yeah or you work 70 for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's so true. And it's funny because sometimes I'm, this is the same as you. I never, ever expected to be an entrepreneur or anything. I thought I would go up the legal ranks and just stay yeah. there and just follow the path, you know, you're meant yeah. to follow. Um, and it never worked out that way because yeah. corporate. Well, I I managed a few years in the corporate world, but it wasn't for me ultimately. Mm. Um, I'm too floofy. (laughs) I I smile and have energy and and lawyers don't tend to do that. Um, But I think what's interesting is that we choose this life that's hard. It's emotionally draining. It is draining in general because it's exhausting. We work these hours, but the rewards off the back of it are so much sweeter because of it I mean
1: they are they really really are and I will say you know I probably I mean I could probably work a few hours a day now and not have you know and it's that's amazing say it's that was that was very intentional Mm -hmm. just wake up one day and just like decide you're going to turn off parts of your business because Mm -hmm. how fun would it be to turn off all that no it's (laughs) about understanding that what do you need in the week and what does that look like? And so, what support is there too? And that will come at different stages of the business. There's no way yeah. I could have worked a few hours a day by choice at the beginning. No, I think I wouldn't I Wouldn't have? I would. I'd be gone, I just wouldn't have happened. The business wouldn't have been able to do what it needed to do. But I think, yeah, I you know, I know some people that have like whole, they work, like you know, a few hours, a couple of times, a couple of times a week. Yeah, it's about understanding kind of like what you need because I don't have any regrets, and I do think that working like really investing yourself in your work and putting in that time you will always get a reward for it yeah but there are there are those times when it feels I remember just feeling like when is it ever gonna happen yeah like what have I been am have I, have I missing something I'm doing all the things in the right order I'm doing all of the things like what when is it gonna happen and you do have to go through a bit of I'll well, say you don't have to go through, you may not do a lot of us have to go through a bit of a wilderness.
0: Yeah. To, you, yeah. to get there. Yeah. You you feel like you're just, yeah, screaming into an empty room sometimes. It's like Yeah. I mean, I think probably with us, it maybe didn't last as long as it does with others. But I also think that's because I freelanced in this industry for a really long time. Yeah. First of all, so I learned a lot of the things through working yeah. from a, a similar working for a similar yeah. business model. But still, there was a good amount of time where me and two of the girls that are still with me now started out and we were like, let's try this. Let's try it. Oh, this doesn't yeah. work. This doesn't work. But what I yeah. find in business is if you find something that works, it's, it's like putting more ingredients in and it kind of, yeah. it just, it just, it's, it's on an upward tra-
1: trajectory almost oh, completely. immediately. Completely. And I think as well, something I say this to all business clients, um, we don't talk, we don't self-promote enough. Yeah. I know whenever I talk about what I'm going to do or what's coming I'll generate interest someone will sign up for something or buy something mm-hmm. when I don't they don't yeah and that is that can be a bit intimidating as an in, oh my god self-promotion but I actually think what is so great it really gives us a bit more responsibility it gives us a bit more choice mm-hmm. you know if you have monthly targets and it's only the first week it's like okay we're going into week two now Mm-hmm. You know what you need to achieve by the end of week four. Like, what can you do today so that you've got traction by the weekend? Yeah. There's always something to be said or researched or done or talked about. Um, and one of the things I would say immediately is like try a hundred percent more self-promotion, a hundred percent more, and see where it gets yeah. you. Because that is where I attribute a lot of like my first growth spikes to mm-hmm. is that people were used to be, I mean, I I call it reassuringly repetitive. They're used to me kind of saying the same thing in different ways over and over. Of course she's got that blog, she's a comparison coach. Of course she's um selling that course, she's a comparison coach, of course she's doing that research, she's a comparison coach. Like people build then their perception um around us. And Mm -hmm. that's you know something I teach in one of my courses. Like if if property is all about location, 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 then when it comes to the growth of you and your business it's about perception perception perception
0: yeah for sure
1: because like being seen as a specialist even if it's in a handful of things you don't have to like have a scary niche like I do in terms of like I get how tight <laughs> scary it is niche. you know in terms of, <laughs> I get how tight it is but I haven't I actually talk about a number of things underneath that mm-hmm. as an umbrella yeah But i i choose to trust and believe that even if i didn't wasn't follow following this path of comparison which i feel like is closely aligned with my purpose I wouldn't still be successful. Mm-hmm. I would find a way to have a compelling message and work with it. Yeah, because people worry about like being unique. Like we need to worry about being special. Everything's a copy of a copy of a copy. Yeah, even Beyonce struggles to um, innovate these days. Yeah, but how can you? I mean, really like own an area, and we, part of how we do that is we are we have to show up and talk about it again and be,
0: and be authentic again. in that area. Yeah yeah that's
1: it that's it
0: I think that's a big thing and it's some of the feedback I've had is you're really authentic in your videos and that's why Mm. I reached out and I think authentic for me seems to be messing up my words yeah saying (laughs) things on videos like what was I talking about oh yeah yeah. (laughs) Yeah. that's that's and I don't cut that out now when I started I used to cut that out and I would like do three or four runs of a video before I would put it up I never repeat my videos now unless I'm no, exactly. really
1: screwed yeah. it up. Well, done is better than good, isn't it? Like absolutely one of my values is excellence. That doesn't mean perfection. No. You know it's I made a mistake on one of the courses I was teaching. A couple of people got really annoyed about it. And I replied and I emailed them back and I said, First of all, I'm really sorry. I made this mistake. This is the mistake I made.
0: Mm-hmm. This is how
1: I'm gonna correct it and this is how I'm gonna I'm 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 proposing I compensate you. If you've got other ideas, compensation, I wanna hear it. Um, yeah. you know, so it wasn't perfect. Yeah. But, you know, it was correcting it as soon as we could, taking care of people, showing we care because we do. Yeah. Because I think that's another thing that I see happen a lot when um businesses go through certain scaling milestones and then something in the founder's energy is like mm-hmm. a drawbridge coming up. And they suck out the magic ingredient that was there before. Yeah. Which um might be intimacy, might be familiarity, but the thing that made it special yeah suck it away and it shifts everything
0: yeah you're so right you're so right um let's talk about the legals Lucy yes I'm not <laughs>
1: scared of this anymore thanks <laughs> to you
0: legal Lucy <laughs> um, so what are some of the three biggest legal issues that you've faced yeah. as a business owner
1: well the first thing I think has been about like is what I say like legal issues more of a a topic really not really knowing what's what. Yeah. Um I think you know you and I are in our first year of working together but I feel for the first time everything was kind of covered to a point. <laughs> um but you know you there was a bit of guesswork in there or hope you know I've bought this template for 50 quid off the internet because my friend told me she did the same okay fine. So yeah. I think in terms of like legal issues it's been a case of perhaps not being as organized as I could have yeah. been even though the intention to be absolutely safeguarded was there yeah um, I would say that's kind of been addressed now because I've always known you most days kind of saying, oh <laughs> can you look at this for me can we it's do the this best instead? part of my day we've changed <laughs> this too um, so that I would fa- I would kind of say kind of like rectified there I suppose the the other kind of um uh the other two parts of things have been about safeguarding the growth of my business so things like making sure that trademarks are in place
0: Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm.
1: that you know someone can't run off with your idea because it does happen they get they they like the title or they see what you you know what you're doing or even if it's coincidence but Mm -hmm. If you don't own it, then you're in trouble. You have to change your name. Yeah. So protecting the business there, because some people are, like, oh, you don't need to trademark it. It's like you work five years growing a brand, and then someone knocks the door and say you owe me seven hundred fifty grand. Yeah. Sorry, what? Like that's how serious it could be. Yeah. So getting clear there has been really important too, because I heard this yeah. expression. Once, which is the first three years of business are about creating the business and next three years are about protecting the business. Yeah. So I'm slightly yeah. late to that, but that was, um, <laughs> getting trademarks as almost like, you know, getting lunch. Oh, but yeah. have idea, Right. Babs, can you trademark this for us? Like yeah. it not yeah. being something to wait to do. I think it's been really powerful. Another thing that's been important in terms of, I don't, I wouldn't say um, issues, but areas for attention. are, are things like terms when you services new yeah. change. Because it only takes one person to be like, oh, I've seen this. And then it might, you know, get a bit heated or they might call you out on social media. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that's really important as well, that everyone feels really protected. Mm -hmm. As in, I feel really good because I know the promises I've set out and I know what I will and won't do. Mm -hmm. The client, the guest also knows the promises set out. They know I'm holding myself seriously to those two and they know what will and, you know, when they can gather, have a refund, when they can't, and then they can decide yeah. if they want to sign up or not as part of that. So I wouldn't say there's been any kind of like stones in our shoe yeah. at this point, but I think I've been lucky around that <laughs> because I had enough in place to be covered, yeah. but it was with a bit of, oh, I hope that's all right. Whereas mm-hmm. now I would say that um, we are, we're, we're exactly where we need to be and I don't ever worry about that kind of thing anymore. And that, I think that's a big part of it in terms of, when you're working as hard as we all do to build our businesses, why wouldn't you do that safeguarding?
0: So what pushed you to, get, to move to that stage then?
1: Well, I knew that I was um, going to be going for some enormous financial targets and there was just more to lose, like the yeah. higher risk, the higher the risk of it actually. And if God forbid anything didn't happen, and like, you know, one of the first things when I, I had a legal audit with you and you were, you were yeah. like semi-all your insurance, I was like oh god I haven't got all the insurance and you're like you haven't got all the insurance I'm like oh my god. <laughs> um, because it just takes one it just takes one person yeah to take umbrage with something or you know because people can be malicious what what really changed it for me was am I the director of a business who has all her shit together yes I am yeah what does that include I, my accountant is absolutely clear I have a lawyer I have that in place there's no and um, vulnerabilities that are there that aren't attended to. Yeah. Um, so for me, it was partly need, as in like I really should do, because this is important, mm-hmm. and partly about the up-level part of the business. Yeah. I need an expert in my corner because that's the business that I want to run and own. Mm -hmm. has experts on call they don't just like talk to the mates in whatsapp they have actual lawyers now in whatsapp yeah like that's
0: when i'm being particularly facetious and annoying to people it's i say like you put your big girl pants on like and it's not just like it's not just legal because like i Mm. just put my big girl pants on with my accountancy stuff because i thought why I thought that I could deal with all of this stuff by myself when I can't even add two and two <laughs> particularly well, mm. um, I don't know. But we've just hired an accountant and it's like a different one that we had than we mm. had before. And it just, it puts your mind completely, completely absolutely. at ease because they're the experts.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And we need it because that's what our, cl- our clients need us being experts and focused on what's in front of us. Yeah. And it's there yeah. too. So no, I certainly get that.
0: I'm just going to pause this for two seconds. Yeah, like... <laughs> for
1: those watching the video, <laughs> <laughs> I have a horrendous dog and I apologize. It's very naughty. Okay. Um, I've got both of mine sleeping here. For those watching the video, I've got two enormous golden retrievers that usually scrap about this time. So we're quite lucky.
0: But <laughs> she thinks they're badly behaved and she hasn't met mine. <laughs> <laughs> um okay so I think I've just got one final question for you then Lucy um well it's a kind of mix of two I was going to ask you if you could give a younger Lucy three pieces of business advice what would it be but then I think it's probably also relevant to our audience so a younger (laughs) coach doing something similar to you or wanting to do something similar to you what three pieces of advice would you give them
1: okay I was and this sounds like a platitude but I'm gonna back it up you have to trust the timing of how things unfold yeah I felt like a lot was happening a lot earlier for the people in my industry that I kind of started out with um whether it's social media growth book deals etc some of them aren't around anymore I take no joy in saying that whatsoever yeah just that I felt I, I know what it is to feel behind um but it's so important that we um, are just in the timing of what it is. Okay. So it might take eight months instead of four mm-hmm. or, you know, getting to you, 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 swipe up on Instagram or whatever the milestones are for you. You, you might be looking at a longer road than you'd like.
0: You've yeah. got to,
1: you've got to keep at it. I also feel what's really, I didn't get into this until kind of half, about halfway through or so, but it's really important to have and set financial targets that you're working towards each month yeah so if you have a I'm going to just use easy maths because I'm not great with numbers either I'm good with cash (laughs) but not with numbers um let's say you want to make um 10,000 pounds a month you need to sell 10 things that cost a thousand pounds or 20 things that cost 500 pounds yeah what do you have how is the business organized what are you doing to do that Mm -hmm. because it might be that you are like really promoting one product for like six weeks to get there so you build the okay. traction yeah that's really important rather because a lot of us in business and this isn't just for the newbies they have we have an element of I'm just happy to be here Just <laughs> here to be here like I can cover my bills I can fill my fridge and that's it oh, yeah I'm just happy to be here and, and, and I will often say to clients like the time for favors is over we, yeah. you have to be really you have to kind of well Pull whatever size pants on you want but there <laughs> comes a time when you have to get really serious about the results you want so you can get really serious about your action because once you've decided that you're already 70% of the way there yeah the, rest, the other 30% is action and problem solving and having rests as well mm-hmm. I also and this may be a little bit kind of more abstract but um as you continue to grow, which we all will do, your business is only going to go in one direction. That is forward and up, so maybe two directions. Um, <laughs> but you will come to milestones and you'll want to stop. Or you'll think that's enough. I should be just be grateful. Um, and you need to not stop there. And that's going to take extra courage as well. If you're doing a bit better than your mates or a bit better than your family members, whatever better means. By the way, I'm not aligning any value judgments here. Yeah. But when it goes from like, oh, my little side hustle, too, you've got three employees and you've got tax problems, mm-hmm. you're gonna start to feel like, oh gosh, maybe you know, I'm not cut out for this, or no one that I know has done this before. Yeah. And that's when there's this wonderful kind of statement that comes in, which is, the question is not, is it possible? The question is, am I willing to believe this is possible for me? The question is not, is this possible? The question is, am I willing to believe this is possible for me? I constantly, constantly have to come back to this all the time. What do I need to believe in order for this to be true? Who do I need to talk to? What do I need to know? What do I need to stop doing, start doing, undo? What do I need to heal? What do I need to go to therapy about? Yeah. How can I do what I can and be my own best friend such that I allow myself to go for it and I dare to dream? And I am audacious and you don't have to put it on social media. You don't have to tell your mates so you don't have to put it on. Like it doesn't have to go anywhere. It can just be mm-hmm. for you. Yeah. But you know, we've, we've kind of intimated this a little bit as part of our conversation, having your own business will try in ways you don't want them to be tried. You'll come to know things about yourself. You never wanted to know, <laughs> you to know. And it will just, you'll have to, even if you don't embrace it, absorb that. Mm-hmm. And, don't try and take the emotion out of business because being in business is really emotional. That's why loads of people don't do it. Yeah. It's really easy not to do it. Really yeah. easy not to have courage um, because it does take courage every single day to show up for yourself in some way. 100%. It's very important to think about like why you're doing what you're doing and the difference that makes. And it's okay to address uh, attach financials to that as well. Of course <laughs> you're going to help. Of course you're going to serve. Of course you're going to make a contribution. But what about if you want to have two holidays a year as well? That's okay too. What about if yeah. you want to buy a car outright? That's okay too. What about if you want to pay off your parents' mortgage? That's okay too. Yeah. You're really, really clear on what, you know, what, how you quantify your success and why you're doing things. But not because anyone has to know on social media
0: yeah it's just for I, you you
1: know yeah I show what I show on on social media is is absolutely my real life
0: mm-hmm.
1: but it's not all my real life, and you don't mm-hmm. have to show all your real life either, yeah, um, but it's so important to be longer game focused because that's where a lot of the riches will really really lie for you,
0: yeah, that's amazing. <laughs>
1: That was like a speech I'm going to listen back to. I feel like I've just done a TED talk. I'm like, I don't know anything. I don't think I don't know anything. And just one more. It's like, what are the nine things you tell your younger self? <laughs> I just like,
0: I find you so inspiring to listen to all the oh, time. Oh, that's
1: a lovely thing to say. It's back. so
0: true, though. It's so true, and as as well as just being a really nice person, which helps. Oh, yeah. You know when you have, you know when you hear inspiring things and you think, oh, I bet that person's a knob. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Enough, love it. <laughs> not Lucy, not Lucy. Oh, bless you. Um, so in terms of self promotion, yeah. You want to tell people where they can find you? How they can say, connect
1: with you. I would say over on the gram. So that I'm <laughs> at Lucy Sheridan over on Instagram and I'm there most days hanging out. And actually, most days um we're just with my golden retrievers in the garden talking shit, frankly. But there are <laughs> occasion occasionally I do um you know silly i do share advice on there most days about comparison and there there are regular and daily updates of tools that i give away and occasionally once a quarter i will have courses (laughs) on as well and that you know is a place where you'll always find me and hopefully there'll always be something to help you as well
0: thank you so so much for sharing your precious time with us lucy you have no idea how grateful i am for coming on so thank you darling
1: thank you for everything i'd be lost without you
0: oh have you had fun
1: Yes, it's been great. (laughs) Five stars. Five stars. TripAdvisor review. Yes.
0: (laughs) Thank you so much. Um, Guys, obviously Lucy there um, sharing lots of Knowledge and experience that will hopefully help you all. And if you do want to reach out to Lucy, she's obviously given you the information there. Please, please, please do so. She's incredible at what she does. Um, And if you have any questions for us, you can contact us on the website and the normal email address, all of which will be in the show notes. Thank you so much again, Lucy, and chat to you soon. soon, Bye.
1: If you'd like to hear
0: more about the Legal Leverage Framework and access some free resources, including free guides and trainings, pop over to our website, which is jamesonlaw.legal and click on free resources. We hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. Tune in to our next episode to learn more about how to grow and scale your business the right way.